what up, everybody? This is Brian, and I'm joined by my co-host and pal, John. What's up, everyone? And we're here today bringing you the very first episode of Reattached for Your Convenience, a.k.a. Reattached FYC. What, what? Welcome! Where we are basically just going to be talking about our work experiences and hopefully hearing from you guys about your work experiences and uh, really just how many times we say you can't make this shit up throughout the workday. You truly can't. And we know that you have some good stories, people. And so, yes, we will be sharing our stories, but we want everyone to be joining in on this conversation. Consider this your water cooler talk, your reattached memo, the internal monologue that you have to yourself. This is that space for you. So welcome, everyone. All right. So now to kick things off, week one, episode one, we have decided to go with interviews that is right we we have we had a list of different ones but we decided to go with interviews as the first one it just felt like the beautiful genesis the beginning of all things work related you want to do a job you got to go through an interview it's one of the things that we all do and i know there's many of wonderful stories out there uh and reactions to how people respond to the different questions and how we all engage in interviews okay okay podcast Please tell me, reattached for your convenience, what are your strengths and weaknesses? Ugh, shut the fuck up. My strengths are that I get shit done, and my weakness is that I have to deal with those kinds of questions. That's my reattached. What's yours? My strength is I'm fully dedicated. My weakness is... (laughs) I care too much. That's always the best one. Or no, what's the, I freaking hate that question. What What is, what is your greatest weakness? My weakness is that I work too hard to the point where I don't know when to stop. Cause I just am always working. Yeah. My weakness is I'm going to make this company way too much money. My weakness is that I never like to leave a job once I have one. I just stay forever. My weakness is I'll work for you to pay me unfairly. No, what if you actually answered it the way, like, your actual weakness? My weakness is that I have serious imposter syndrome, and no matter what happens, I never feel like it's good enough. Like, what if you said that? Or like when they say, why did you leave? Uh, why are you leaving, you know, the, the, your current employment, right? Or like, why are you seeking a new job opportunity? There's like the answer that you say, what, like, what would, how would you answer that one? And then tell me what you really would want to say. Oh, nobody ever asked me why I left my old job. But that's what I'm saying is like, if someone was to ask you, there's like the proper answer that you would say. And then there's like the real shit, which is like what happened. But I've never been asked why I left a job. Or why you're seeking a new, like, why you're looking for a new job opportunity? No, I mean, I have offered that. Like, my most recent job that I left, um, when I went on interviews recently, I had said, I recently 
moved because my wife was relocated for work and I'm looking for a job that I can do in this area since my relocation request was denied from my previous company. Have you ever been asked why you left your last job? Absolutely. I feel like that's like a standard question I always get. And how'd that go? Um, well, I usually will will answer it like, um, you know, oh, uh, you know, I'm at a point in my career where I feel like I'm ready for the next challenge, um, or there's, uh, I'm I'm quite happy with where I am, but when I see what this potential is or this opportunity, it just feels like it's the right next step, or you know, especially because I do a lot of nonprofit work, I really only like applying to places that, um. A, like if the mission aligns to what I agree with. And so usually I'm, I make it more about how, um, you know, how I, how I want to have the opportunity to be a part of their team. But when I think about one of my like previous job places, I so badly wanted to just be like, well, it's this really political scandal. And so, you know, something happened nationwide to one person and I get treated like absolute crap and abused and, uh, I want to get out of here as fast as possible. I mean, like, that's the shit I want to say. I want to say it's because of the, you know, or the uh, the people that I work with or how I'm being treated. But, you know, you can't say that. I, I almost wonder if there are places out there where they actually would prefer people to say, like, the the real. Like, it's almost like you're I mean, losing the authenticity of an interview. I feel like places probably do want the real answer i mean it's it's, it's not something that is directly related to you doing something stupid then i feel like you probably could give the real reason so here are some of the grammarly has five tough interview questions and the perfect responses for them right so here's my first question brian um you know, it's funny. One of these is what's your greatest weakness? That was one of them. What does your ideal company look like? Ooh, this is a good one. Why should I hire you? I hate that. (laughs) Well, did you read my resume? (laughs) I gave you a resume and a cover letter. And I'm pretty sure it says it in that. Did you see, isn't that a commercial? I feel like I just saw there was someone who was like, oh, tell us a little bit about yourself. And they're like, well, did you read my cover letter? Well, yeah. Okay. Well, do you want me to quiz you on it? <laughs> like it was, it was great. Yeah, like, okay. Then tell me about myself. <laughs> you mean I just spent an entire week working on a cover letter, having 10 people look at it and you're telling me you didn't even look at it. And the cover letter is the worst part of any letters of any like application because your resume you tweak here and there the cover letter it has to be brand new start to finish for the most part for each different application and like i really you spend all that time working on it and then they just ask you the questions that you have answered in that cover letter so how would you respond with no cover letter you're actually talking to someone and they ask the question why should i hire you what's what's the real answer you would want to say 
What's the reattached version? Because you ain't going to find nobody better than me. Because <laughs> I'm Brian, damn it. <laughs> Do you know who I am? <laughs> Do you not know who I think I am? right (laughs) who do you think i am what would your honest answer be why should why should we hire you john because i need a new job that's why (laughs) that's why you should hire me because i need i need this job i got Um, bills to pay i got bills to pay i got kids i got dogs i got i got responsibilities Give give me my money. I don't know. I can never get the confidence to just be like, because I'm good at what I do. Like, I just can't. I just can't say it. I know I am, but I just don't have I don't have the, the guts to do it. Yeah. But also, if you actually said, because I'm good at what I do, they're going to be like, oh, well, he's cocky. Right. Because I'm the best. Well, this guy comes off as a total jerk. Right. Tool. Or or my favorite is when they ask questions. It's like, who who doesn't when they ask the question like, um, do you do you like to work in, in a team? Are you a team player? Like, does someone actually go, no, I fucking hate people and I I don't. Mm-mm. I do what I want. Yeah, but imagine they're looking for somebody who excels on their own. So they ask you that question as a trap. They're looking for the person who has the guts to say, I ain't working with nobody. See, but that's why it's it's all about the blanket answers. Like, that's why I, I never say, like, I, I never try to give a binary answer. Like, I'm always like, well, it depends on the project and who you're with and how you need the people to show up and blah, 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 blah. Because you're right. Like, mm-hmm. you're screwed if you say one way or another. That's why I hate interviews. I like to collaborate with other people. And I know that my piece of the project will be flawless. I think back there, there was one interview that I did that I thought was actually done really well. Because they did multiple. Multiple stages to it. Like when I think back to my. Like in college when I was a tour guide, it was three different um, levels that you had to go through where it was like your first one was an interview with a tour guide. So it was peers, peer to peer, and there was three of them. And they used to ask a question, which I thought was great. And then the second one was you got invited to a bank, like a dinner, like a social gathering. But they didn't tell you that it was an interview. They just wanted to see what your social skills were, which I love because it was just like, oh, these are tour guides. We want people that are like willing to talk and put themselves out there. Yeah, and then they, yeah, and then they picked people from that. You didn't even know. You just left. They were like, thanks for coming. Oh, by the way, we'll tell you about that if you make it to the next round. And then the final round was with uh, the boss. And, you know, I, I remember I thought she was going to ask questions like, um, you know, tell us about uh, your major, the GPA, uh, the average GPA of a, you know, a college student or I don't know, some, something. And the question she asked was like, if you could have any animal in the world as a pet, what would you want? And I just love that because it like it threw me off on the best way possible. And it's like, OK, that was a good interview, especially for, um, you know, a college, a college student. 
Well, yeah, because that's going to be a question that you have to give an authentic answer for because you're not prepared for that. That's not something that you just spent the last hour studying and making sure you have the perfect answer for. Yeah, like I feel like people just need to. I mean, like I remember I had a mentor say to me, it's 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 more it's it's more important to find the right person. You can always teach people skills, right? If they have the right foundation, they they can grow. You just got to be willing to give them the 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 space to be able to grow. Um, and it's just, you know, it sucks because a lot of people are always applying for jobs. So it's a very competitive market. But if you if we spent more time on just finding the right people to get on the bus and it we'll figure out the right seat, but just get the right people, you know. Yeah, for when we're, we start hiring for uh, our podcast. One of the more interesting experiences that I've had with interviews is when I worked at the startup and I was in charge of the department and in charge of doing hiring. I would conduct interviews and, you know, I would ask like certain questions that relate to people's experience and all the boring stuff. And then my last question would always be all right, what's your spirit animal? And so you'd get some, hmm. you know, interesting answers like, oh, um, a pig for whatever. <laughs> I'm happy as a pig in mud. Uh, or, you know, like a, a goldfish. I uh, let things go quickly. Uh, and then I had one person who gave the answer, Celine Dion. Celine Dion Wait, was as a spirit animal. His spirit animal. And I just remember I inside my head I was dying laughing and trying not to laugh in this guy's face. Is this someone I know? No. Don't say their name. Oh my gosh. No. That's amazing. But uh but yeah, that uh, I did not hire that person. <laughs> you should have on that answer alone, though. I mean, that's pretty good. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But isn't that it just was... a standard? Isn't Celine Dion everybody's spirit animal? So so check out these interesting interview stats. Ready for this? On average, how many people do you think apply for a single job? A hundred. Close. 118 people apply for a single job. Hmm. In-person job interviews, how long do you think they last on average? You can give me a range. I'd say 20 to 30 minutes. 45 and 90 minutes on average. Ooh. Could you imagine sitting in a 90-minute oh interview? I know. What are you even oh. talking about? Yeah, for, for 90, 90 minutes, minutes. I feel like that's probably the type of thing where you interview with somebody and then they leave the room and then they bring in the next person. Because I've had that before where I've uh, interviewed with like, multiple people. Yeah. But uh, but it, it, if you're 90 minutes with one person in a single interview, God only knows what you're talking about. Hmm. <laughs> I've run out of topics. I don't know. <laughs> Oh my, this one, this one pisses me off. It's the ongoing loop. This is the one we were venting about um, when we were 
talking about college, uh, the college topic. Um, but 90.6% of employers prefer that, prefer that candidates uh, have work experience. So you have to have a job. You have to have experience to get a job, but you can't get experience unless you have a job. Yeah, well, that's that's like the whole, you know, for this entry-level job, you need five years experience. <laughs> well, and that's why you end up doing no like sense. a bunch of bitch work when you're just coming out of college or like, I think about what I got paid coming into the work world, thinking that was so much money. And now looking back, it's like, oh my God, they were robbing me. I mean, that that is just insane. That's not livable. But you do it. Yeah, I you think, want the experience. I think because I worked in sports immediately after college, they know that there's so many people that want to do the job that they can pay you much less than what any person could live off of. So mm -hmm. I think I calculated the hourly amount of money that I made because we got paid salary, but then mm -hmm. we're working from 9am until whenever the game ends in the middle of the summer, which sometimes is 11, 12 o'clock at night. And then yeah. you come back in at 9am the next day. And I'm pretty sure like during the summer, we would make like between five and $6 an hour. Mm. Mm. It's just crazy, you know, and I, I would be I would be curious what people who listen to this podcast would have to say. But like and I know I'm doing broad strokes here, but, uh, you know, when I think about the older generation, right, we, we usually hear the like, well, that's what you have to do. Like you have to work hard and work your work your way up um, before you can make that type of salary. You got to put in the hard work. Um and, you know, there's just this thing that I sit with that's like, yes, yes. And you should still be able to, like, have a a living salary. Like, it, it doesn't have to be either or. Like, yes, you should get the experience, but you should also have, like, a decent salary. It's a bigger problem. Yeah, well, another problem is that they think that you should start at the same thing that they started at. Meanwhile, cost of living has gone up right so much more than salaries have right. that it's impossible like yeah you can start at that but if you want to buy a house uh good luck like right. check back in 20 years right well and that's not even taking into account all the other factors right which that's not for this conversation like you know what you're paying for with college or i mean we said there was like that article right of people living at home until their mid thirties because they just can't, right. They need to get the experience to get the better paying job and they can't live out of their house. I mean, especially for the two of us as long Islanders. I mean, it was like trying to try to find a place on long Island. That's crazy. Yeah. Not happening. But anyway, so, so here's interviews. An, so here's an interesting one. 77% of recruiters see typos or poor grammar as deal breakers. And 35% feel the same about an unprofessional email address. Well, I mean, I agree with the whole uh, grammatical errors and spell check. And what, like, obviously, if you have errors in your resume and your cover letter, that means you don't have good attention to detail. So yeah. why would somebody want to hire you? 
I mean, obviously, depending on the job, if your job is to be a bus driver, then, you know, <laughs> spelling doesn't matter. But how long do you think it should take from when you apply to when you get a job offer? How what should be the like the length, the average length? I don't think it should take more than a month. So the average length of a job interview process in the United States is what 23.8 days. So huh. you're not far off. Average interview, yeah, somewhere between three and four weeks. And when it comes to other countries, the shorted, shortest interview process was identified in India at only 16 days, while the longest interview process happened in France and Brazil where you'd have to wait up to 39 days before knowing whether you landed a job or not. Yeah. Well, I was just talking to one of my friends who was going through an interview process and she said it took like three months from when she first interviewed Mm. to when she finally got a job offer. Three months. That is a quarter of a year that they expect you to just wait around like yeah you know, like i don't know how as an employer you can feel like okay we can hold this person string them along for 3 months mm-hmm. and think that's okay i mean people these are people's lives it's just crazy yep um i mean i know the there was one job I applied for that was definitely more than the 23.8 days. I don't know. And I mean, I, I feel like, I feel like that's, that's, that's right. Although here's an interesting one. According to job interview statistics for 2022, 92% of recruiters screen candidates via social media and 87% of recruiters use LinkedIn. I have to update my LinkedIn account. Crap. Yeah. But yeah. do you think people sense. should look at social media? I think it makes sense. It, if you're thinking as an employer, mm-hmm. anybody that you hire represents your company. So if you hire somebody, they have it on their social media that they work for XYZ company. So if they're posting things where they're acting a fool and they have your company attached to their ridiculous quotes or pictures or whatever, then that makes you as a company look bad. So, yeah, I do think nowadays it is important to check on people's social medias. And for people applying to jobs, it's important to make sure that you don't have anything stupid on your own social media. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't feel a certain way because I don't um put I don't I don't really post a lot on social media. I'd be curious what other people think though. Um on people's thoughts on if they um if companies should be looking at their own social media. I would imagine that, you know, if you have nothing to hide, you have nothing to hide, so it's like whatever. But, you know, for other folks, if you made a mistake when you were in college, like, I don't know, I could imagine, especially if you're like in your 30s. Yeah, but at that point, you should have the sense to, if you have that on social media, 
to remove it from your social media by that point. Just change your settings. I mean, Um, and then, you know, I mean, like if you don't have your business on social media and it's completely separate, your personal and your work life, then like whatever. But especially if you have, you know, and a lot of people do, especially on Facebook, have your job title and the company that you work for on there. So, yeah. Who's your biggest idol? You. (laughs) You know, I would hire you immediately. Tell me about me. Tell me why you like me. That's exactly what Imagine you're like going on a date with someone and you say, all right, now um, tell me about myself. Like, did you actually read my profile? Wait, could you imagine <laughs> if, if people did like first dates, like interviews? On a job? So what's your biggest weakness? <laughs> Tell me your insecurities. Why, why, do you, why do you want to have a chance of marriage with me? <laughs> why did you leave your last relationship? <laughs> right. Uh... No, no, it would technically be like, why are you planning to leave your current relationship? What's with your interest with me? Oh my god. Now that would be an interesting first date. And just like an interesting first date has to end, <laughs> unfortunately, so must oh. this first episode. Yeah, that concludes it. But thanks everyone for listening. And if you weren't paying any attention and maybe you want to listen to this again, we of course will make sure to reattach this for your convenience. See what I did there on our website, uh, reattachedfyc.com. Also follow us on Instagram and Facebook at reattachedfyc, where you can also share your stories and reactions. We can't stress that enough. We want to hear everybody's stories. We want to hear it. We want the goods. Um, so, and look, if you're not into the social thing, if you're antisocial like me, um, or you want to share maybe anonymously, a hippopotamus, um, you can email us at reattachedfyc at gmail.com or don't, whatever. But either way, until next time, I'm John. And I'm Brian. Bye. Bye.